the High Point of Grace, a 25-day devotional through the Christmas season. Matthew 1, 18-25 This is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant with the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law, and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins." All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. Was the silence just broken? 400 years of silence from the Lord. Not a word. Prophets were a thing of the past simply because God had stopped speaking. Was a dream considered God speaking? Is that how he spoke to the prophets of old? Daniel had dreams, right? As he sat up in his bed, sweat covering his body from the intensity of his dream, Joseph wondered to himself, what was he supposed to make of such a moment? So many questions. Why would God speak to him? Surely there was someone more qualified. Surely there was someone more worthy. He was just a carpenter. God wasn't supposed to talk to carpenters. He was supposed to talk to priests and prophets. He was neither. And what is this about a son? He was thrilled to be having a son. Isn't that what every Jewish man wants? To have a son of his own to carry on his family name? But the angel didn't just say he would have a son to carry on his family name. The angel said he would have a son that would save his people from their sins. Their sins. How would he do that? Is this what the prophet Isaiah spoke of? Emmanuel? God with us? Would his son be Yahweh himself? Laying back, he felt the chill of his drying sweat and shivered ever so slightly. He realized he would still be able to wed Mary. He wouldn't have to divorce her. As he felt the rush of joy and relief about that realization, Joseph felt the overwhelming responsibility of what was about to happen to his life. He was about to be responsible for caring for his new son, who was Yahweh in the flesh, who would be coming to save his people from sin. How was Joseph supposed to do that? How was he going to raise God? What would that even look like? As his eyes grew heavy and he felt sleep creeping back upon him, his mind began wandering to other questions. How is he going to tell Mary all of this? Would he tell her he was planning on divorcing her? How would she take that? Would Mary even believe him that he was visited by an angel? Does he even believe it? If you were to ask most highly educated people, those who hold master's and doctorate degrees, they will tell you that the longer you're in academics, the more you realize you don't know. 
you discover that despite all that you've learned, you have more questions than when you started. Well, being in a relationship with Jesus can be very similar. Some people think that the longer you go to church and read your Bible and study, the more you know and the less questions you have. But it's actually the other way around. A relationship with Jesus is never void of questions. Joseph was filled with questions. He was filled with uncertainty. His straightforward life, marrying Mary, being a carpenter, and building a family, was about to be turned upside down. Getting closer to God didn't bring him a flood of answers, but instead an avalanche of questions. So what did Joseph do? He walked in obedience and faith. Time and time again, Joseph met uncertainty with obedience. He listened to the Lord, no matter how outlandish the request was. It didn't matter if it made sense to Joseph. He trusted and listened. Is God asking you to do something that doesn't make sense? As you're in this Christmas season, looking at a new year in front of you, maybe you're facing some tough decisions. Allow God to speak into your life and then commit to following Him in obedience and faith. Today, I want to encourage you to spend some time asking God what He wants you to do. Ask Him how He wants to deal with the situations you're in. When you get an answer, maybe it's today, tomorrow, next week, or even next month. But when you get an answer, commit to walking in faithful obedience and see what God can do in you and through you.